Hi, this is Mackenzie Urias, host of America Today, and this is Our Future is Missing. Please be on the lookout for Montea Wallace. He is 17 years old. He is biracial, Asian, African-American, and he went missing 7.15 a.m. May 4th, 2011 from Los Angeles, California. Montea is 5'6 and 130 pounds, brown eyes, black hair, and his left ear is pierced. To see a picture of Montea, please click on the link Our Future is Missing on the Voice America homepage or go to ourfuturesmissing.com. If you know of Montea's whereabouts, please contact the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. Their hotline is 1-800-THE-LOST or 1-800-843-5678. Thank you. This is voiceamericakids.com. Everybody is entitled to their 15 minutes of fame. Now you'll get to hear some of those people share their wisdom and insight on the fame game on Voice America Kids. Now here's your host, Maddie Rose. Thank you. Welcome back to the program on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Maddie Rose. This is the Fame Game. And right now we're having a very, very, very special interview with Clarissa Burt. So Clarissa Burt, who is very well known, and I actually got the opportunity to meet her. She's a top model, a role model, an actress, and even a singer. And so much more. She basically does it all. So here today we get a chance to know more about her and everything that she does and is involved with. So how are you doing today, Clarissa? Doing really well. How are you doing? Coming straight at you from Chicago today. Maddie, always on the road, you know. Yeah, that's so, great. Yeah, well, thanks. That's a great intro. I really appreciate that. You know, I, I've had a really uh, amazing career, you know. I've, uh, I, I have kind of, I think I've done a lot, but I don't know that I've done it all yet, you know. I mean, yeah. I, I've got, uh, you know, I've got quite uh, a few things on my bucket list still. So, um, but, I, you know, I absolutely love what I do. And what I'm doing now is starting uh, an online television for women. It's called ClarissaBurt.tv, the look good, feel good, be good television. And it should be launching in the next week. Uh, so I'm very excited about that. I've been working on that for a very, very, very long time. And, um, you know, it's really great. It's great stuff. It's great information. Uh, it just helps women look better, feel better, be better, and do better because there's a, a large uh, volunteering and giving back component that I absolutely love. So. Yeah, that's really great, though. I love to hear how much you're involved with everything. And you got a lot of different variety of things. And we'll also talk a little bit more about that. But first, mm -hmm. getting involved with, like, you know, just kind of where you started off. I would like to, you know, see if you could talk a little bit about your modeling and how you're associated with that. Well, you know, when I was a kid, I always uh, I always knew that I wanted to be a model. And I um, I used to look at all the Sears catalogs. I don't even know if you girls know what that is anymore. But the catalogs <laughs> used to come in the mail, and I used to just flip through them and look at the models. You know, I just wanted to see how they were posing and what they were wearing. And, and so I was very attracted to that early on. When I got older, I realized that I was, you know, pretty tall and kind of thin, and but I still didn't think that I was able to. You know, I was always uh -huh. my worst critic and my uh, my worst enemy. Uh, and it was other people that prodded me, really, and said, you really should try. You know, you really should try. And I did. I went into New York City, and I went. I had a couple of pictures taken, and I went into some of the agencies, the top agencies there. And uh, to, lo and behold, uh, back in the early 80s, I was um, accepted by a couple of different ones. I decided to go with Wilhelmina, and a few months after that, I was in, um, I was in Paris. Uh, to start to work. And then after that, I moved to Italy. So all in all, you know, I worked uh, I lived in the uh, in Italy, basically, and, and France for about 28, 29 years. 
So I lived more time in Europe than I have in the United States, actually. So, but it was great. You know, it was a great run. I mean, I, I was lucky enough to work with some of the, uh, the greatest talent of all time. And uh, from Valentino to Versace to Armani to Ferre to Karl Lagerfeld, Chanel, Yves Saint Laurent, you know, you name it, uh, I was on that runway. And, you know, I was known as one of the top runway girls in the world in, in, in the 1980s, one of the top 30, at least, you know, in the 80s. Uh, and then I came, you know, I worked um, a lot of beauty and I worked, uh, I did uh, quite a few covers. And, and so my modeling career was really, was really uh, an amazing, an amazing stretch of, of, of time and of work. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's not all glamour. I mean, you know, yeah. there's a lot of work involved. <laughs> But it was uh, it was a really good run, and I enjoyed it immensely. After that, I moved into um, on camera talent, so I started to work in Italian television, and and uh, and I was on camera talent there for a, for a while, and had a blast. I mean, it was so much fun. I love television. And uh, after that, then I opened up my own video and television production company, and I produced the Miss Universe pageant for five years, and the World Sports Awards for Monte Carlo, and a quiz show for the Italian girl. So I, I really did a lot of really cool things, you know. Um, and then it was time to come home, almost six years ago to the day. Wow. Uh, which was actually yesterday, would have been six years. Oh my I gosh. came home. And uh, yeah, and I've been in Arizona close to my family ever since. Oh, that's so great. I mean, that sounds like such an amazing experience to be doing everything like that, especially when you're passionate about that. But another question that I have for you is that, you know, being in Italy and, you know, in foreign countries for so long, what was your experience with that instead of from the compared to the United States? Well, the experience obviously was amazing because it's so important to learn other cultures and the way they live and what their beliefs are and, and you know, how it just helps also, you know, to add to your portfolio. Uh, you know, if I had gone, Maddie, to eight years of Italian classes or something, or if I had majored in Italian, let's say, I would have never learned Italian the way I did with living there. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. I'm fluent in that language and I, I can owe that to living there for as long as I did. Um, so you, my art, for example, the art appreciation that I now have is completely different by having, I mean, you live in this, in this place where you're surrounded by masters uh, of art all the time and it starts to become a little ho-hum after a while you know you see so much or you, you go yeah. okay whatever it's just another master you know it's just another da vinci it's just another, you know uh and so it's um it's really really uh amazing if you can you know i always um tell you know younger people to do as much traveling as they possibly can although it's more difficult than it used to be because you know of the expense of it all and because mm. of the, the security issues and whatever just do it you know it's it, there's nothing like travel and learning other cultures to add to your resume and your portfolio of intelligence, you know. Yeah, that's that's really great, though. I mean, that sounds amazing, just like you said. You're yeah, listening to it is really amazing. I mean, you know, I mean, I, 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 there's very few places that you know. I mean, I, I I've been pretty much not everywhere, but kind of everywhere. Yeah. Uh, except <laughs> I, I must say, I've never been to Canada yet. I can't believe that I haven't been to Canada yet. But um, you know, it's it's great. I mean, you, uh, uh, I've got so many memories. I've got you know pictures, obviously galore, and uh, and uh, I look back on them every once in a while, and just you know, you always have that. It's it's it's. It's something you'll always have in your arsenal, you know. 
Yeah, of course. I, know, I mean that in a good way. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but that sounds great, though. So, I mean, it sounds like you've done a lot just for the modeling um, portion of what you do. You know, starting off, at what age did you really start your modeling career fully, basically? You know, I started late because I didn't believe. But I was already well into my – not well into. I was about uh, 23 when I started thinking about it. And then they, I started working at 24. And so I was already a little late. I always looked a little younger than I actually was, which was good. But um, I, I really started late, you know. And then, of course, years later, it, you know, we would see that much, much younger girls were starting to work on the runway, uh, you know, starting at 13, 14, 15. We didn't have that back in our day, just like we didn't have, um, we didn't have Photoshop, you know. Mm-hmm. So we, whatever, you know, you you got what you got when you took a picture of us, you know? I mean, it was us. There were no um, alterations being done. So that also prompted you to be the best you could possibly be and to be taking very good care of your health and of your skin and and that sort of thing. You know, today with a click of a button, they can eradicate anything and they can erase pretty much everything, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, Make you a person, make you look like a whole different person. But um, back in our day, that didn't exist. So... There was a lot to be said for the way things used to be, but I guess you guys don't want to hear that, do you? (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. But I mean, I know you mentioned that you did some runway, and um, I know you did a couple of magazine covers. So the type of modeling did you do was basically um, runway and print, right? Yeah, the covers were actually about 250. So I don't know, I'm not trying to brag, but there were quite a few covers, I must say. I enjoyed I enjoyed it immensely, but I also had a lot of covers when I started to work on television. You know, um, I was on a lot of covers for that as mm-hmm. well, like TV Guide and that sort of thing, you know. Um, and the runway I did all over the world uh, at the at the highest, pretty much the highest level. So um, I was constantly working on a runway. I think I've got more miles on these legs than Carter's got liver pills, you know, because of all the walking I did up and down a runway. Um, and uh, isn't that where I met you too on a runway? Didn't you do catwalk for cause or yes. something? I know that was actually pretty um, exciting that you just mentioned that because we did actually meet on a runway. I was a fill in and I actually was doing that for the catwalk for a cause. And then you introduced yourself to me and I'm like, wow, you sound great. <laughs> well, um, yeah, because, you know, I, uh, I am on the board for catwalk for a cause and uh, which is a, uh, you know, in Arizona there at, at, in Phoenix, they, um, they, Jennifer Jackson, as you, you well know, and I know you've interviewed her as well, um, pulled together this amazing thing called Catwalk for a Cause, and it's models that come and give their time, and designers that come in and give their time, and I emceed it, and uh, we did it at Barrett-Jackson last year, and they were so thrilled with what we did that one night that they've given us all five nights next year, oh, and wow. our own two-story glass enclosed structure, so we're really thrilled about that. And, uh, you know, giving back is always a really huge part of, of, you know, what we do. And so that's, I remember meeting you there and you did a really great job. Oh, thank you so much. That's great. And I do remember that day so clearly, but, um, we're going to take a break really quick. We'll have some more questions for Clarissa to answer and, you know, get to know every little aspect of what she does. But for now, let's take a break. I'm Maddie Rose. Keep it right here. You're listening to the voice America kids network. Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. 
Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv. Just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support you. Behind the Line is all about the inside of sports from a kid's point of view. This is a look at all of the action from Behind the Line. Join your host every Wednesday at 3 p.m. whether you're a kid or was a kid at some time in your life. We'll run down all of the scores, talk about the games of the past week, and preview what's coming up in the next week. You'll want to take notes because this is good stuff. The place to be Wednesdays at 3. That's 6 p.m. Eastern is the Voice America Kids channel for Behind the Line. Want to laugh yourself silly over the crazy happenings of the celeb world and beyond? Tune in to Behind the Mask on Voice America Kids. Your hosts will uncover the celebrities you know and love, along with some that you might not know in this country, but they are admired across the world. But it's not just the famous that need to look out. We'll look inside the music biz, stage, and of course, the big screen. Listen to Behind the Mask every Thursday at 8 p.m. on Broadway and 5 p.m. Hollywood side on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids? You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Thank you. Welcome back to the program on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Maddie Rose. This is the Fame Game, of course. And we were just talking with Clarissa Burt. We're having an interview with her, and she was just talking about a little bit about what she does. And we started off with her modeling and, you know, you know, everything that she did from one ray to print to covers to, you know, basically everything about that. So, um, Clarissa, I know that with modeling, what came out of that? I know I've heard of like co- some cosmetics some magazines and etc yeah well it was uh i had my own um, my own cream line when i was in italy as well it was called carissa burt beauty and that used to go on home shopping network there oh great and oh, then great. home shopping network closed down <laughs> <laughs> i have clerks burt hair products that were sold in like let's say the walmart and the uh target of italy and so they're a lot of fun they'll actually be on my new website as well oh great yeah. And, um, you know, so the products obviously was like the next step to, um, to, uh, you know, to what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And, um, I never did the clothing line. I always wanted to do that, but I never did quite get around to it. <laughs> um, the idea of working on television, um, you know, you, as you, as you, as you can imagine, it gives you a, a bit of a celebrity status, which means you're in the spotlight and people, uh, look to you, look for you, look up to you. 
um, want to be like you and watch pretty much every move you make. So I think that's where they had sort of started to coin the phrase from top model to role model because I was working with a lot of younger girls, especially when I was doing the Miss America, excuse me, Miss America, Miss Boys, uh, Miss Universe pageant. Mm -hmm. And um, I just came back from another pageant in Vegas last week. So sorry. Uh, but I, I uh, was, was saying that I worked with a lot of girls and they, you know, are, we always have some very strong positive messages. And with the Miss Universe pageant, uh, we were very um, vo vo vocal about making sure that girls were not allowed to smoke around, you know, because in Europe they smoke a lot more than they do here. Mm -hmm. So on my, you know, on my watch, they weren't allowed to smoke. Um, and I'm an ex-smoker, so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm preaching from a pulpit that I very well know. Uh, and then um, they, uh, we brought in the Association of Anorexia and Bulimia oh, to oh. inform and to enlighten and to let girls know um, the importance and how important it is really to eat well and, um, and exercise. Uh, and, you know, my whole deal now is something that I call the self-esteem regime. It's women's development through personal envelopment, which means to envelop yourself, love yourself, be good to yourself, be kind to yourself. And we work a lot on self-esteem and girls' issues and women's issues. So that is a book that I'm working on. Hopefully it will become a television show. I'm trying to get it to become a television show as well. And uh, I think that it's a very important, it's just an ever important message that women and girls need to hear frequently because uh, because it's tough out there. Times are hard. It can, you know, economics is certainly economically people have been hit and that's, you know, taken a very huge self-esteem toll on people. Um, and girls, you know, we're never happy with the way we look and, mm -hmm. you know, their problems with boys and, <laughs> school and you know the bullying and all the things that you know that that uh girls and women i say women because women become you know when do they become a woman so 17 18 19 mm -hmm. but they still have issues that they they carry all you know carry with them from from younger years so um, we, uh, I like to work with girls in, in those, uh, in those arenas and in those areas while I'm still training, I'm, I'm starting to train now, uh, and have workshops and seminars for models. So oh, that's awesome though. I'm glad to hear so, that <laughs> girls that want to be models and girls that are in pageantry, um, they can, you know, come to my workshops now and, uh, and learn, you know, the re from the real, you know, the real deal from, from somebody who's really, really done it. That's great, though. I love that because me, myself, I can personally connect to that because I do love modeling and I do as well am with um, trying to be with pageants. And I know other girls out there would love to be in pageants and everything like that. So that's just great. It is great. Oh, thanks. I'm thrilled. I'm really thrilled about it. So stay tuned for some dates. I, I think one of the, f the first things I'll do would be in October. So. Oh, awesome. Oh, that's great that you were looked up as a role model especially you know like you mentioned the celebrity status so what was your experience like that was it treating you good you know yeah I think I was treated very well I have to say um you know because you're you're only treated the way people you allow people to treat you first off and um and and if you are respect yourself others will respect you um, therefore, my, you know, my uh, experience has always usually been pretty positive. Um, things get a little bit different when you start opening up a business and you, you're an entrepreneur, but that's not what this is all about. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a little bit different, Maddie. But, um, you know, I've got to say that um, 
the celebrity portion was really great because I would work on television and because I spoke both languages, I used to get to interview all of the English speaking acts. So, I mean, from Whitney Houston to Bette Midler to Bobby Brown to, you know, you name it, if they came through town, uh, you know, the, the soap opera people, um, I'm trying to think of some of the really big, uh, James Brown, um, you name it. I mean, just really huge people in the industry here in the United States would, when they would come to Italy and be on television, uh, I got to meet with them and, and, you know, work with a Dion Warwick. I don't know if you even know who these names are. Simply Red, Simple Minds, mm-hmm. um, you know, all the, all the groups, the actresses and actors. I mean, it was great. And so it was really, really great. Um, I think that for me, celebrity status was was really important only when I was able to give back because the whole portion of being known and people stopping you in the supermarkets and being chased by the paparazzi was not fun. I mean, it was not fun to be chased by the paparazzi. Sometimes people, when they were nice to you, was, you know, was okay. But I really liked the part where I could give back, you know, and, uh, and I did a lot of charity work and a lot of social work because it's really what I wanted to do. You know, Mm -hmm. I was able to use a celebrity to, to bring awareness to a lot of different causes. And that in turn turned into two private audiences with Pope John Paul. Uh, which was really a crowning, crowning moment in my career um, to be recognized by the Vatican and to be recognized by Pope John Paul um, for my social work was very, it was an amazing moment. Yeah, I bet. I mean, that sounds great. And, you know, that's just amazing, everything that you're doing from modeling to your social work. I mean, it's really great that you believe in, you know, giving back to the community. And, I mean, in addition to that, I also hear that you're an actress so as well. Do you mind telling us a little bit about your involvement in movies that you used to got to be in? Well, you know, I think I've been in all in all in about 18 different movies and, you know, miniseries. The one that, that came to the United States uh, was called The NeverEnding Story Part 2. And I was the mean queen in that movie. No um, way. And, I yeah. own that movie. I never knew that. Yeah, that's me. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. I love that movie. <laughs> well, those who were back in the days, darling, I did that movie. Uh, we shot that movie in the summer of 1989 in Munich, Germany. Uh, it was hot and humid and balmy and I had a ton of makeup on and those <laughs> outfits were heavy and hot and the sequins used to cut me around my, my you know, the armhole line. They were like, they would stick out and they were prickly mm-hmm. and up. Oh, it was a lot of work. It was physically challenging. <laughs> and, and the huge, uh, the huge, uh, what do you call that now? This, uh, the, uh, oh gosh, where we, the set, the set where we used to shoot on were in these huge hangars. They were monstrously huge and there was no way to air condition them. Mm-hmm. no way to, so it was really and under the the cinema you know the cinema lights it was, it was so amazingly hot in there you have no idea and the makeup artist used to love me because I didn't sweat very much so she didn't have to like she didn't have to you know, I didn't ruin my makeup you know so she <laughs> I never remember Dietmar was her name and she would uh, she would come over and make sure that I was always all right but I kind of was because I didn't do a lot of sweating but it was hot I mean it was really hot and uh, we shot the movie, and uh, the next thing you know, in 1990, I was uh, in Berlin for the for the premiere. Acting is, is is so much fun. You know, it was Mary Poppins in the kindergarten play, so I knew eventually I'd be on the big screen on the big screen sooner or later. 
Oh, that's great, though. I mean, like, it's just amazing that um, I, I think it's amazing personally that I got to hear you that you were actually the queen in the never ending story, because I remember that very 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 clearly when I was a kid littler than I am now and then I would always watch that movie like over and over again I would never get tired of it and I had no idea that you were the queen yep that was that's amazing uh, you know, it's funny because when you go back and look at that movie now it was just right before Spielberg came along and did a lot of the you know the, the, the computer animation and that special effects started to change drastically uh, thanks to the computer. Well, nothing mm -hmm. was done by computer. Not very much was done back then. So all the moves that the puppets did or Falcor did were actu actually being moved with with a, 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 a slew of people that eat, that would have uh, that would have these handheld things that, that they that they would move in order to move a part of. Falcor, a part of the puppet, blink an eye, move an eyelash, move you know, or excuse me, an eyebrow, or or move his mouth. Um, he was all. It was it was a, like a puppet. Um, it was a it was a I would say a puppet quartet, but it was a puppet uh, orchestra, if you will, of people that would move these things, and then the animal would move. You know, yeah. it was really cool. <laughs> but yeah, it was. You had to see it to believe it. And what they would do was almost like reading sheet mu music because every one of them. So if you can imagine a choir and you have 20 people in the front 20 people in the second tier and 20 people on the third tier okay you got that visual mm -hmm. now all of these people are uh, they have the, the what they call the manubi in their hands you know these like the handheld uh things that they would move mm -hmm. and they would actually all be reading from almost what would look like sheet music wow. and whereas an orchestra would play the instrument to the music they would play they would move these handheld uh Manubi, I want to call them, but that's not the name. These handheld things to the, the actual uh, paper, uh, movement that they were reading on the paper, let's say. So that was really cool. And the guy that is the father of Falcor, his name is Giuseppe Tornatore, and he still lives in Rome. And he's in his, I got to be like 88 now. And every time I go back, I'll, you know, I try to get to visit in with him. So, um, but he was pretty proud of Falcor, I must say. That's great, though. Um, we're going to continue with a couple more questions when we get back. But for now, let's take a break. I'm Maddie Rose. Keep it right here. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Do you believe in the supernatural? Well, some do and some don't, which is why Beyond the Third Dimension looks at both sides. You have one host who believes in ghosts, while the other can't think of anything more ridiculous. Put them together and you get some great discussion and some real discoveries and exploration of the paranormal, and then some. Tune in to Beyond the Third Dimension, airing Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. And try not to be afraid of things that go bump in the night. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. 
Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids face very tough and very real issues every single day. It can be bad. It can be ugly. Now there's something good that can help. Tune in to The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll discuss the issues and provide solutions and connections to solutions that you will be able to use. Our show goes right to the heart of today's kids and beyond. Your parents will probably want to listen in, too. The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly airs Mondays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 Eastern on Voice America Kids. You just love your pets. But sometimes they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune into Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. You're listening to Voice America Kids, walking the fine line between clever and smart. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back to the program on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Maddie Rose. This is the Fame Game, and we were just talking with Clarissa Burt. And um, I know we were talking about her modeling and then also the movies that she's been in. But um, right now, Clarissa, I was just wondering if you could tell us a little bit about, you know, your involvement in television shows as well as um, your CB productions and, you know, everything about that as well as I know you heard, I've heard that you've had um, your own radio show entitled Clarissa Burt Talks on Voice America and Worldwide Talk Radio. And you've also been, you know, doing some other stuff with Runway Beauty Magazine and um, the Fitness Expert for career.com and you know everything that you're doing and as well as you're singing I would you know if you don't mind talk a little bit about that well no problem there Maddie you certainly are well informed okay well yes I did I did do a little bit of singing back in the day and um, uh, when I was on Italian television so every week I would work with Raffaella Carra and sometimes with people Baudo and I would go onto the television and do a song, you know, every week, and it would be usually live, or it would be um, taped, and then I'd have to learn how to lip sync. <laughs> but it was my voice, and uh, and I uh, was it was a lot of fun. You know, I never knew that I really had a voice until I was asked to sing, and then I did, and it went well. So that was really neat. And then I had a couple of my own singles on the radio in Italy and in England. So. That was a lot of fun to do. I don't do much of that anymore because I really don't have the time, although it is really a, one of my first loves along with acting. Uh, but after I moved into production uh, with Clarissa Burt Media Group and Clarissa Burt Productions, um, I started to um, you know, really fall a little bit more behind the camera um, and some in front of the camera, but not as much. Uh, now, you know, with Clarissa TV, uh, I'm going to be, you know, back on camera and doing some interviews on people that help us look better, feel better, be better, and do better. And um, I'm just so excited about all of this because the possibilities are endless. Um, I uh, so that's kind of what what, what everything is moving toward in this moment is my pulling together now the website that will be going on pulling together I mean I've been working on it forever but you know it'll be going online Mm -hmm. next week and uh, everybody will be you know uh, I'll let you all know at least you and people that I know we're going to you know they're going to get the info and how to find us and um, there's just all kinds of fun products on there and 
And so that's kind of what's going on there. The other thing that I'm really particularly proud of is that I was asked by an organization in Italy to, uh, to be the ambassador for the United States to something that I find is extremely important. Uh, the uh, African uh, women as a collective have been nominated to the Nobel Peace Prize. And it's a strange nomination in the sense that a collective has never been nominated. And everybody, when I speak of it, asks me, well, how does that work? I mean, all women in Africa, they get a what do they do that was so peaceful? Well, it's not even what they've done that has been so peaceful. It's just that finally, through this mechanism of the Nobel Peace Prize, they'll be able to get a voice and a choice. Uh, things that they have not really ever had very much. Um, so I am uh, been in contact with some very important uh, people in the United States. I'm in Chicago for that very same reason, and uh, that were people that would be able to help me get the word out to send, you know, just give some awareness, if you will, to uh, to this cause. Um, and I think it's, you know, I'm definitely sure to, in my mind that it, it's time has come that um, African women uh, get um, get their voice heard. The campaign is called Walking Africa, and everyone can go to the Walking Africa Facebook page and like it. That's one way that you can, you know, just sort of give your, you know, your thumbs up um, and kudos to what's going on in this Nobel Peace Prize. Um, that's all you really need to do is just go ahead to Facebook, find Walking Africa, and like the page. We just like for people to know. Uh, that we're there, and I think that we would like for you know, to know that everybody is there for us as well. Uh, and that's my 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 job right now, my gig on the side, <laughs> the time that I don't have is um, is getting people uh, more aware about um, about this Nobel Peace Prize. We'll find something out about it in the beginning of October. We'll find out if they've actually won or not. And uh, in the meantime, you know, I was I went to speak to European Parliament uh, six weeks ago, and I was at the Department of Foreign Affairs in Italy at the Farnesina, and uh, we went in the caravan of African women and um, and talked about how important this Nobel Peace Prize or the nomination to the Nobel Peace Prize already is for them, even if they don't win, and we hope they do, but even if they don't win, they, they also they realize that this is a great step in the right direction uh, towards getting their, their, their voice and their choice. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that sounds really great. And I mean, again, I really, you know, you know, commend you for everything that you're doing, especially with, you know, your social work and how you want to really, you know, improve the lives of others and everything like that. I think it's really great. You're very sweet to say that. It's, uh, it's, it just, um, I don't know, Maddie, to me, it's just one of those kind of normal, natural wake up in the morning to do things. You know, I'm not Mother Teresa. I'm certainly, <laughs> you know, I don't want to see, I'm not expecting an award, you know, yeah. but I do, but I really, you know, it's what I really enjoy doing. It's what, it's, it's my why, you know, people say, why, ask yourself, what's your why? Why do you wake up in the morning? Why do you live what what is your purpose and so there you go um the other thing that's kind of really cool going on right now is something is a book i'm in a book it's a national bestseller we've hit national bestseller status Yay. it's called off the coast of zanzibar and it's a fictional character who comes across people that leave him important messages and i am the 16th chapter and i speak to him about personal envelopment. Remember oh, I told you wow. about that before. Yes. And the importance of loving yourself. 
because really, Maddie, it is the toughest love of all, uh, loving yourself. You know, um, people uh, are also uh, critical and self-critical and self-doubting and self-hating and and uh, not thinking ever that they're good enough and always, um, you know, sort of a little bit bleak when it comes to uh, other themselves, especially in other relationships and um uh, and so, you know, it's a, it's a good, I think, a very good, strong message is the one to love yourself. We hear a little bit about it, don't really know what that means or how to do it. Well, I, I lay it all out for you in my self-esteem regime. So I call it a regime because that's an organized way of doing things. Uh, and uh, so we put it all into like a little organizational way of doing things and you just do it and then you start to feel better about yourself and everybody else that's great though and I love hearing that like I just said I know your purpose that you want to really you know help the lives of others and really make sure that they feel good about themselves not trying to be somebody else and you know along with that I hear that you're developing the global beauty network and also BUTV well you know what BUTV is is uh it started out as beauty TV because I've been in beauty in the beauty business for such a long time and I wanted to do it in a different kind of way you know there's not a lot being it's a trillion dollar industry and not many many people are tapping into it the way I wanted to to do it um, after that it sort of became BU TV because it was so much more about who we are also inside it's not only about the way we look because yeah. look you know you can you know, you can look good and that's okay. And you can feel good and that's okay too. That's great. But you know, it's really important, um, how you make others feel in your company. And it's very, very important, the relationships that we create and, uh, and hold on to and cherish. So, um, BUTV then became ClarissaBert.tv because I felt as though, and I was also um, sort of instructed by people that I'm working with and marketing for marketing reasons and marketing purposes, that it was better to keep my own name and my own brand as opposed to trying to let everybody else know that it was Clarissa Burt behind BUTV. Mm-hmm. So it's now Clarissa, it's just now Clarissa Burt TV. And it's been a process because business is a process and trying to brand is a process and finding your niche is a process. But uh, I, I feel that I have really found the niche. I think that, um, that uh, I'm known now as the model's model. And model means not only the model, the type of modeling that I used to do back in the day, but model as a system. It's a, it's a model that you can follow, whether it be about self-esteem, whether it be about modeling, whether it be about you know, looking good, feeling good, and being good. It's just a model to follow. That's great. I love that, Clarissa. So how can people contact you, or where can they go to find more about you? Well, they can go to C-L-A-R-I-S-S-A-B-U-R-T, as in Tom. So it's ClarissaBurt.tv. You can also find me at ClarissaBurt.com. And, uh, and those are the two ways to get to me and find me and um, talk to me and have fun. Well, that's great, Clarissa. Really, thank you so much. It was an honor having you on my show to talk about the really incredible things you've been, you know, doing uh, throughout your lifetime. It's really been a great pleasure to be talking with you. Thank you so much, Maddie. And you just keep on perking over there, girlfriend, because you're doing a great job. Aw, thank you so much. We're going to take a break right now. I'm Maddie Rose. Keep it right here. You're listening to The Voice America Kids Network. 
have what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. What is Take Two? Take two crazy hosts, put them in front of two microphones, and use your two ears to enjoy the fun. Times two. Take Two. We'll go back, way back to the favorite TV shows of our childhood. Your parents' childhood. Um, no. Uh, try again, Chris. Take two. We'll take you back to the favorite TV shows of our generation, past and present, and apply them to what's going on in our own lives. Trust us, it'll be a blast. Tune in to Take Two every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. There is so much going on in the tech field. The Technology Show is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to The Technology Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. What are some of the issues that kids face every day? You'll find out when you tune into the appropriately named Today's Kids. Your hosts are here to open the doors to a forum of all kinds of issues. Nothing is off the table here, and because it's on the Voice America Kids channel, you know you're getting a kid's perspective. Tune in every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Today's Kids. Your hosts will lead this forum of engaging conversation on Voice America Kids. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back to the program on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Maddie Rose, and this is the Fame Game, of course. And um, right now, we're going to be actually talking about Allura's Beauty Icons of Summer 2011. And this is brought to you by Yahoo Shine. But, um, I mean, we just got done with Clarissa Burt's amazing interview. As you can see, she's done some pretty impressive things and some incredible things as well. I mean, 
So, <laughs> I mean, she's done some amazing things. She's from actress to singer to, you know, everything of the sort. So that's just great. And anyways, back to Allure's Beauty Icons of Summer 2011. Summer, this season, it's basically all about the ladies. And here's what we love about these phenomenal summer looks. And it's basically, we're going to start off with Beyonce. And sure, you could fight the frizz, but don't be afraid to use the humidity to your advantage. Because like Beyonce does with her bouncy, voluminous curls... Um, perfect for summer music festivals or just when you're out on the town. I mean, this look can be great for, you know, just about anywhere, especially if you like to have a little bit of volume in your life. And that's just amazing. And then continuing with another star that we know, which is Olivia Wilde, which is a Cowboys and Aliens star. Olivia Wilde says that she basically lives at the beach and likes to channel that spirit on the red carpet with subtle highlights and radiant skin. And some people who are very, you know, loving about their skin and they like good skin, which, I mean, it doesn't hurt to have good skin. Everybody loves that. But, you know, sometimes people say it's a glow that we could we could just bottle up so we could have some for ourselves. But, you know, that's just how it goes. And then continuing with Pippa Middleton... The world may be style-stalking her sister, sister Kate, but Pippa Middleton has also garnered fans for her look. With her effortless hair and makeup and bronze skin, it's no wonder she's very fashionable. Everybody likes to be fashionable, of course. And then um, continuing with Cameron Diaz, um, I know she has her own um, couple movies coming out, and we've all heard her as the voice of Fiona on Shrek. And, you know, that has been a whole series over the years. You know, everybody loves that movie. I know I love it. And then, um, but Cameron Diaz's incredible body makes us want to sign up for surf camp, basically. And no pigtails and one pieces for this um, bad teacher, they like to say, because um, bad teacher is actually the movie that's going to be coming out that she's in. And I really want to see that movie. It looks really funny. And there's this one, um, another actor that's in it, and he's actually was on iCarly as well. So you might find him recognizable. So that's just something that we might be able to see soon. And then Diaz somehow manages to surf in a fashionable bathing suit with her hair down. So there was this one picture, and she's just, you know, just like every day, you know, walking on the beach, running on the beach. Of course, here in Arizona, it's a little hot and dry here. But, you know, anyways, beside the point from that, it's great to, you know, have a little fun at the beach when you're there, you know, get in the water because it is very refreshing and cool. And then um, we have Anna, and as Sookie's true blood favorite day walker, Paquin has an inviolable wardrobe of cute sundresses. And, you know, when it's summertime, we just love to wear sundresses because it's nice and cool. And, you know, it's kind of effortless. It's just something to pop out of your closet, and it's basically great. And you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. This is the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose. And um, we're talking about Allure's Beauty Icons of Summer 2011. So, um, yeah, these sundresses helping her look both sweet and sultry in the Louisiana heat. She makes even a touch of perspiration look adorable. Must be that fairy magic. And she is with True Bloods, um, the show. And if you don't know what that is, it's basically, as I talked before, it's a vampire show. I do happen to like those kinds of shows. They just amuse me. Like, it's not 
well, I guess it is that I'm interested as well, because of course you're going to be interested in those kind of things. But I'm just really amazed by how the work that they're doing in the movies and their aspect of transforming the actors, you know, either if it's with makeups or special effects, it just really amuses me how much they can make it look so real. I know that um, in comparison with that, I know I've talked before that I do like the um, Twilight series, because again, they do amuse me. But then there's this new show that's called Teen Wolf, and um, it's on MTV, and I do watch it. I'm up to date on that every Monday, so that's really great. And, you know, the thing that amuses me is that, again, they just make it look so real, and, you know, it's just fascinating. So then continuing with Allure's beauty icons of summer 2011, which is now, um, we have H, which is H&M's summer campaign featuring the chill beach styles of models Natasha, Polly, and Adita. And it's a mini vacation from New York City sweaty subway platforms. And, you know, we can almost feel the sand beneath our own manicured toes. So this kind of just gets us for summer, right into summer, you know, with the styles, the trends, you know, everything like that. Just like tossing it around, basically. And then continuing with that, we have, I mean, Grace Park, which you may have seen her on Hawaii Five O, and Parks play a former professional surfer turned cop who is incredible and has wicked wind-blown hair. And her barely there makeup reaffirms our love of sheer tinted moisturizer with SBS, of course, to protect those from those shining beams of sunlight. Because, you know, it's summertime, the heat's all on you, and it's basically, you know, you got to have some protections for your skin because it is really hot there. It'll basically really burn you. <laughs> and then to finish up the Allure's Beauty Icons of Summer 2011, we have Coco. And if you don't know her, we spend many air-conditioned hours watching Ice Loves Coco this summer. I know I've watched that a little bit, and it's actually very, you know, exciting. It's a reality TV show, but you really get to see, you know, the lives of some celebrities and what they do, even with their own dogs. It's pretty fascinating. And while Coco look is a little over the top, we might admit her camply arched eyebrows and glossy lips. And, I mean, this girl loves makeup. And great personality just makes us smile. She really does. But, um... Yeah, it was really great, though, but um, we're going to end the show with the song of the week, and that's actually going to be Grace and Chance waiting outside the lines. So, you know, if you ever have a dream, we just talked with Clarissa Burt and how empowering she is and, you know, how she's done so many amazing things. And really, honestly, you can do the same exact thing if you believe in yourself because everybody should believe in yourself, and you are just absolutely amazing but um i just wanted to say thank you so much for joining us you have been listening to the fame game right here on the voice america kids network we'll see you next week um we'll see you next time bye you never enjoy your life living inside the box you're so afraid of taking chances how you gonna reach the top rules and It's time for you to seize the day
America Kids Channel. Be sure to join Maddie Rose again next week for another great show. This is VoiceAmericaKids.com. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today.